Season 2, Episode 2. Let's do, 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 do it. All right, here we go. Hello and welcome to the Shafe Bros Podcast. I'm Nathan Shafe and sitting with me is the bro Shafe, Joe Shafe. What up, y'all? We are coming at you every other Sunday and today we have a special guest, our sister from a different mister, Erin Greig. What up, girl? Hey, thanks for having me, you guys. Special guest, we are sitting in our living room or my living room, not our, this isn't our collective living room, but <laughs> it's my living room. It's a nice um, room. Here to, and Aaron has brought a few different topics to talk to us about today. Mm-hmm. How you feeling, Aaron? You feeling good? Oh, I feel excited. <laughs> a little nervous, but I'm really excited. Good. Could have fooled me. You look like you're doing easy over there. Th- thanks. I don't feel it inside. <laughs> it's okay. All right, so we got a few different topics uh, that Aaron's brought to the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, first is, I'm going to give us a quick rundown. We got movies and TV that you've you've ingested and you want to share with the world. Mm-hmm. We have music, some specific music recommendations, and then mm-hmm. you want to talk to us about tattoos. Definitely. You know, I got a ton of those, as you can tell. They're very uh, coated in white, so it's, it's like it blends <laughs> into my skin. You can't tell, but if you uh, get a black light, it's all over. It's all there? Worry. Oh, good to know, good to know. Cool, 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 cool. All right, so the first uh, movie and TV you wanted to chat with us about is Captain Marvel. Or as I like to call it, pro-women's movie, that's for sure. Yes, it's definitely a pro-women's movie. Um, Yeah, have you guys seen it? Yes, I've seen it. I've seen it too. Okay, cool. I've seen it like twice now. Oh, okay. Double feature. Yeah. Really? That good, huh? Yeah, and it it was. I do like Did you watch that back to back? No, I gave myself a couple of days apart. Kayla did though. Oh wow, that's that's pretty that's pretty rad. She's right committed there. to the cause. Okay. So, what's your thoughts on Captain Marvel? El Capitan Marvel. I liked it. I thought it was a great film, and I thought it was really cool about being very like pro women's and like has a lot of feminist feminine feminist vibes, uh, especially even seeing uh, Carol Danvers and Nick Fury like their roles kind of switch. Like she was the one who's more like hard edged, and he like. Like the whole scenes with like the cat, he would like freak out and get excited, or he would just be like kind of goofy. You see like a different side of him. It wasn't the typical Nick Fury for it sure. It wasn't, and I loved that. So I and thought it was young, really cool. de-aged Nick Fury. Yeah, pre-scar. And I also thought the structuring in the film wasn't the typical Marvel movie. I loved how they did the twist, like how you thought she was on the right team, and oh, then you yeah. find out through she's not. I did enjoy that. It was different. Yeah. Spoiler, bro. Spoiler alert. Well, if you haven't watched it, then you need to stop what you're doing right now and go watch it. It's really good. Behind the times. Yeah, pretty much. It's one of the biggest movies in America when it came out. So (laughs) thanks for you. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I thought it was really good. Um, I think I walked away just wanting to learn more about her character, though, because I didn't read up growing like the comics and stuff. So I like did some research beforehand, but there was just a lot that I didn't know. I have to say, out of all the like women superheroes, it's funny. You know, no one ever talks about Captain Marvel. They always say Wonder Woman, or mm-hmm. they say the Invisible Girl from the Fantastic Four, but no one really, That's no one fair. ever talks about Captain Marvel. I wonder why. Do you know? Do you ever wonder why they don't do that? You think? I I've never wondered that, but I've always been curious because her name is Captain Marvel, and then we have like the whole Marvel Link. universe. So it's basically her universe. So that's it's funny. what, yeah. So and that's why I think I also was a little underwhelmed because I was like, I was like, Captain Marvel should be like, well, I guess she is really big because she has like, uh, like all these powers and stuff. Well, I believe that when because obviously, if you don't know, I mean, obviously they're changing on new characters after the Avengers Endgame. She's supposed to take on the role of like the main 
Avenger person now. Once you know, I mean, from uh, what I've heard is once the, since a lot of the characters from like you know people that like Robert Downey Jr. Chris right. Evans are leaving. Yeah, she'll be mo- the one of the main focuses with the new group, basically with Spider Man, uh, Tom Hiddleston, oh. and, uh, Thor, basically. I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah, she's gonna be the main focus. Cool, 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 yeah, because cool. I was listening to some people talk about how she's gonna replace Thor. Black Panther will replace Captain America and then oh. Doctor Strange will replace Iron Man as like these like archetypes of like oh. different superheroes, different powers, but they're yeah. like they play that role on the team, whatever, yeah. as like the edgy leader and then the stoic national pride guy, mm-hmm. you know, and then yeah. like the super ultra powerful person from a different planet. Yeah, that's really true. Oh, that's so weird. I did not know that and that sounds intriguing. It's very interesting because it's like that's how the Marvel universe will continue to go. Cause that's like true. As, as Robert Downey Jr. is like millions and millions of dollars per like movie, you know, yeah. like we're tired of paying you and yeah. everybody's getting a little too old. So we got to, you know, shuffle in a new generation of heroes. That's crazy. Well, I do have to say, going back to Captain Marvel, I did think the guy who stole the movie was Talos. Ben Middleston, the character, the green alien guy, he literally stole the movie for me. I really enjoyed him. You thought he was the bad guy at the beginning, but really his people oh. are the ones that need saving. I thought that was really cool. Yes. The Australian actor, Ben yeah. Mendelsohn. Yeah, I saw him in Bloodline. I love that. He's a great oh. actor. He's an awesome. I love it. He's awesome. I just in that like movie. the sound of his voice. Yeah, he's really cool. Yeah. He could read like the instructions on how to, you know, paint, and I would want to <laughs> listen to that. I probably would too, actually. <laughs> it's kind of cool when you uh, look at the opening weekend gross for Captain Marvel was $153 million, over $153 million. And then the USA gross as of April 4th is $361 uh over 361 million dollars that's amazing i was gonna say did that beat out black panther you think no i thought black panther didn't they get like a billion dollars or something eventually over all time gross black panther got a lot i know but i'm saying at the beginning of the opening weekend i thought something about they broke a record captain marvel did either Mm -hmm. way it's a really impressive movie especially for the first kind of marvel cinematic universe female lead like making it happen and stuff so what was some of your favorite parts of the el capitan marvel uh, I think my favorite scene is like towards the end when she's like figuring out who she really is or like the plot twist basically. And it's like it does a bunch of like the flashback scenes of like when she like falls, like I think when she's doing like a race car as a kid and then she's in the army. And then I think when she's flying like a jet or a plane, I just thought that was like a really empowering scene. And she like gets up and has like this angry face. And I'm like, ooh, like female power. Yes. Here for this. And then her eyes light up in green or blue, whatever it is. And then she like. Yeah, oh, yeah. Breaks thought, out of her exactly. whatever her metaphysical. Yeah, Chains. like no matter how many times she gets knocked down, she'll like get back gets up, up every and keep time. fighting. Mm-hmm. I really love that like the the like when she finally like realized how powerful she was mm-hmm. um, and kind of like unleashed her limits, whatever. Right. Um, she's about to start kicking everybody's butt. The yeah. No Doubt song came on. Yes. And like, I'm just a girl or something like that. Yeah. It's like rocking while she was like overpowering everybody. I was going to say that leads into what we're not talking about is the great 90s soundtrack that that movie had. Like that was like, yes. I feel it's up there with Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one of having a great soundtrack. And you think mm-hmm. of that more than uh, the movie because Captain Marvel soundtrack had the 90s with TLC. Then you had REM, you had Nirvana. Like that was pretty, I, mean, I don't know. I liked it. And then, but the funny thing was, is I actually had never heard of the song, Please Mr. Postman. And then my wife was all over me about not knowing that you oldie song. I See, exactly. I don't know. Okay. Nor do I. Oh, mm, I just wonder if it's your upbringing. Yeah, probably. Yeah. (laughs) Sheltered. If you said George Strait, we know everything. But if you said, uh, please, Mr. Postman, we'd be like, what's that? Yeah. Come on, Johnny Cash. Oh, gosh. 
All right. So the next movie you also want to talk about, which this is very timely for Joe, is Us. Yes. Yo, probably like, yeah, that's. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't want to bring anything, but I'm just going to say I wouldn't be surprised if there was Oscar nominations for this movie. I'm calling it right now. This should either get nominated for Best Actress for Lupita. Yes. And then Best Picture. And even Best Director. I wouldn't be mad. Best Director for sure. So I haven't seen it. So you guys have to give me a little bit of the, uh, Are you the rundown. Planning? Are you planning to see it? Well, since I've blown, I won't go lie. I probably shouldn't say anything because I'm gonna probably, you know, spoiler alert. So I'm gonna let Nate go back. You can totally spoil. It. Sometimes with when it comes to scary movies, I'd rather watch them later after it's all died down because I'm not a big uh, scary movie person or whatever. It, it's hard because I it, it is in the horror. It's considered a horror film, but it's more suspense. Yes, I consider it more suspense thriller. And when I saw it, so when I watched Get Out. I jumped a lot in that. But then when I saw Us, I like didn't jump once. And technically I called the plot like at the beginning of the film. No lie, I called the plot too, but I yeah. still jumped. Yeah. I, still I didn't jumped. jump, but I thought I think I, I was in between but two things. You called the plot of Us like from the beginning? Yeah. Oh wow. I did yesterday. I literally I think we were 30 minutes into the movie and I literally looked to my wife and I said, "I think this is what's going to happen." Yeah. Got halfway through and I was like, "You know what? I don't know what's going to happen." Right. And then it happens and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I called it." Yeah. Like cuz it telegraphs it pretty Widely it doesn't, but it, it kind of, I feel like the, it implants an idea in your head. The visual style of the camera made it seem like I could call it, like from the way. Actually, I guess that's true. Yeah. Because the way, I, I'm not going to ruin it, but the way they cut that movie and the way it, the way it was structured, I kind of mm-hmm. was like, I think this is where they're going. But then halfway through, I was like, I don't know what's going on. So I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I was in between two things, but I felt really strongly about what the plot ended up being. So it was funny because. Kayla and I saw it together. Kayla's my roommate. We just go and see a lot of films together. That's good. But we like, I wanted to lean over and be like, can we just talk about this for five seconds in the middle of the film? But her boyfriend was between us. So I was just like, nope, let it go. Just let it go. Wait. And at the end, we both were talking after and we were like, yeah, no. We were like both like, I'm pretty sure this is what the plot's going to be. And then as the film went on, it just kind of like kept making it more and more clear. Um, I didn't think it was clear. I almost thought, okay, with... The stuff that happened halfway, more than three fourths of the way done, I was like, I guess my prediction is not right because it, when it did happen, I was like, okay, it makes sense. But at first, I thought it was something way else. So what we thought, because we were like, I don't want to completely ruin it for you, Nathan. You can, you can totally ruin. I'm totally fine. I'm gonna not. Yeah, I'm getting no, no, no shaking of the head from my wife. She doesn't want it to be spoiled. Yeah, executive producer, executive producer of our show is telling us not to give away the spoiler. (laughs) Executive producer of my life (laughs) says no. (laughs) Um, but I thought, okay, so I either thought it was going to be like a, a switching of places is all I'm going to say, or it was, um, like someone revert, like the person was reverting to something. Yeah. That's like as well from the trailer, it definitely seems like it's like the vibe I got from the trailer was like, you're our worst enemy is ourselves essentially yes. that's kind of like the not the moral of the story but like the maybe the un- thematic undertone of like what he's trying as a director is trying to communicate you know is like is we are our own worst enemy essentially yeah at least I, that's what i got from it as i watched the trailer a few different times yes and well like they he i think there was like a hashtag and they like repeat it throughout correct that's true but i i the thing that got me the most was the structure because it wasn't it did kind of you kind of could predict it but it played sometimes it went it was going one way and then it goes straight left yeah and then it went straight right to the point where you're like okay now i don't know what's gonna happen yeah. that's why i got to the point where i was like i'm just gonna throw my ambitions to the wind because it seems like this movie is not what i thought it would be yeah that's 
Oh, my phone dropped. Sorry. Um, that's totally true. So I did research like before seeing the film because there was a lot of stuff that he dropped of like he just did a lot of eggs um, to like Corey Haim or Corey Feldman. Um, yeah, correct. The guy from the, both, the two Corys, basically. Yeah, the two Corys. The Corey Haim and Corey Haim and Corey Feldman. Feldman. Yeah. yeah the Corys so, from the eighties or whatever. Yes. So he does like a lot of eighties references. He does a lot of um, horror genre references. So like the the mo- the film opens in like 1986 i think and it's in santa cruz and um there's like one scene like where the couple so the main character lupita adelaide she's like a child at the beginning and it shows like something traumatic happens in her childhood but while they're like walking through the scene like the mom adelaide's mom like makes a comment of um oh like this part of like the boardwalk is blocked off cuz they're shooting for a film and that was like Peel's reference to um, the Lost Boys. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say 1980 Santa Cruz is the Lost Boys. <laughs> yeah, yes. So he he does like different stuff like that, and then I just saw something this no, week. No <laughs> lie, did you see how the young boy was rocking that Jaws shirt? Yeah, I thought that was a good reference too as well. Yes. So oh, there's yeah. a, there's a lot of yeah. No, it's I I've only seen it once, so I want to go see it again. Uh, I'm I'm trying to go see it with other people, but like. Mm-hmm. The only thing I didn't like, though, I didn't think that Winston Duke was the good husband. The Gabe, I didn't like the guy who played Gabe. He... Even though it was from Black Panther, I thought they should have had someone else. Oh, no. I love Winston Duke. I definitely think he was amazing, too. I was expecting him to break out into a chant from Wakanda, but, like, you know, I, no, that it wasn't. Been, that I know. For sure. I, actually wanted, I actually wanted T'Challa to play the husband. I thought that would have been great. Chadwick oh. Boseman would have been a better husband, I feel like. Mm. I like Winston. Does he got better husband qualities? Like, what? Why do you think? Maybe because I feel like, in the sense of, I think because the Winston guy just seemed out of place in the sense his character seemed out of place with Lupita. No, well, he the he dynamic did. was awkward. It felt like they were roommates that had kids rather than a husband and wife that. Had but kids. it it worked with the film, like because it it was I think it was like his character, like his character was very like. I don't know. He's like educated, educated black guy, but like very, I don't want to say whitewashed, but it was like in a, he was raised in a affluent neighborhood or something. So like the, I, I didn't like his character. I was like, me and Kayla talked, Kayla really didn't like him. Um, Like when he got, when the, the others like broke into their home, um, Sorry for spoiler. The others. Of. Yeah, we'll call them the Isn't others. Isn't that like a movie? The that others, is another horror movie. Or yeah, something? Nicole Kidman. Yeah, we'll just we'll just spoiler twist everybody. We'll just think it's the others. There you go. Yeah, or un- you can call them the the tethered or untethered. But he, like as soon as they break in, like the the other Winston Duke um, injures like the main character Winston Duke Gabe, um, and he's like pretty much limping like the rest of the film. So that was the part where we were all like, man, that was, he's so weak. And like, it was just really funny because we were like, like the daughter and like the mom, like they're like trying to do stuff. And like even the son, like at one point, he's like trapped with his other and like saves himself kind of a thing. But we were all just kind of like, yeah, like Gabe was kind of he's just pretty weak. So that's what I didn't like about that. My final person, you probably could. I don't know if you watched this, but I actually been telling um, my friends and even my wife has said, I, was th- I think Jordan Peele is making full length versions of Twilight Zone episodes. Every time I watch his movies, Get Out mm-hmm. and Us has feels like these could have been Twilight Zone episodes. Well, Us Us was inspired by it's a specific Twilight Zone episode, I think, called like Mirrored Image or something. And it's about. Correct. Yeah. So and that's. Yeah, it's cool because then he's like directing like the reboot now, which I haven't seen because I don't have CBS All Access, but I want But I would not. The thing is, if he's rebooting, I would actually save all those once he wants to reboot. I would like just save them for movies, honestly. Like I wouldn't reboot because I'm like, 
You make more money off of movies rather than your TV shows. That's true, but I don't think Jordan Peele cares about that. Cares about good, telling good stories. Yeah. Very layered story. He's a very layered director. Yes, which is why I had. That's why I looked up information and like stuff before because I was like, I want to be able to see these like references and these nods, which I did, and it was cool. All right, so we could totally keep going into an us uh, deep yeah, dive because again, it is a very layered movie. But we will continue on with Aaron. Your other movie suggestions. You you texted us about Eastern Promises. Yeah. From. T- 2007. 2007 okay 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 yeah talk about throwback <laughs> this is, is this is actually a classic i'm actually when i saw it on here i love I this thought movie. of you actually you're just like really attracted to vigo mortensen or something from like green green book because just uh, like vigo mortensen book, i'm straight gangster in this movie just uh, like vigo mortensen i'm straight gangster that's why i he, love this movie he is no i do love him i think he's an amazing actor but it popped up on my hulu as like a movie suggestion and i read the What's the synopsis or whatever? The, the log line. Steel. The, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought, I think I thought I had seen it, but then as I was watching it, I think I only saw part of it in like a film class I took back in college. This actually opened my eyes. I thought Viggo Mortensen was only good because he did Lord of the Rings, but when I saw this movie, I was like, this guy can act. He's yeah. really good. No, he did amazing. I like, I don't, he, have you, Nathan, have you seen I it? I haven't even seen this. Okay. Like, maybe I should add this to my Hulu list. You should. No, you definitely it's should. It's legit good. It's a very, yeah. I mean, it's in, it's very intense. A warning for everybody out there. It's a very intense movie, but very, it's good though. I like it. It is, yeah. So, but I, it's like, you learn a lot about like Russian mafia. Oh, but it's like, insane. But like the actual dynamics of the families rather than like the the crime, the shooting, kill. There's definitely all of that oh, in there. Oh, it's bloody for yeah, sure. Yeah, do not be This is misled. not The Godfather. This is intense. <laughs> it isn't, but I was reading um, an article about about it and uh, or like I think a review, but a lot of people were saying like it was they saw a lot of um, references or like connections with um, The Godfather. Correct. It is because, it, I mean, it makes sense because this is a David Cronenberg film. The same guy who did The Fly. Mm-hmm. Ed Dendringer is like this is definitely his type of movie like very intense explicit but I think it was like his old day or like his homage to like in gangster epics basically yeah so I just yeah if you haven't seen it and you don't mind gore and intensity it's an amazing film it is what I think it has like a 89% on Rotten Tomatoes as the signs say on the highway proceed with caution with this movie <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> okay all right proceed with caution everybody <laughs> Okay, so then you, I think you give, or then you ha- also had 22nd of July as another yeah. suggestion. Yes. Aaron's just coming in with all these <laughs> suggestions for you guys, our, our Shafe Bros audience members, okay? Just start penciling them down on your notepad or your personal diary and then yeah. get to watching this stuff. <laughs> I just love film. I actually was looking at this. Um, I, I have no idea on this. If anything, we're going to look to you. You tell us about it. I have no idea. I don't, yeah. yeah pitch, I, us, pitch us on the 22nd of July. Okay, so actually, so I heard about 22nd of July. I listened to this podcast called My Favorite Murder and Okay. Yes. It yeah. Interesting. <laughs> but basically they talk about uh it's two girls and they talk about like their favorite not their favorite murder, but they just talk about one murder for like that episode. And then they also talk about like mental health. Like they both have like their own mental health stuff and they are like very open and vocal about that. But um one of the episodes they brought up um that in Norway there was like a terrorist attack. And this is like the worst um, attack to ever happen since World War II. And it happened on the 22nd of July. So it started in Oslo, which is like a city. And I guess um, Parliament was like in town. And so this guy came and did like a diversion 
like bomb attack and like hit parliament but i don't think it actually endangered or hurt the prime minister and then he left and went to catch a ferry to this island where like I think it was like 300 to 400 or like maybe 300 teenagers will go for like the summertime um, and they'll just like be away and just like it's like a summer camp thing. Yeah. And so he goes there and he like just start he brings like two guns with him and just starts like shooting up the island. So my gosh. Yeah. So while people like in the city are like trying to deal with one bomb, he's like going and starting another attack elsewhere. So it also is really intense, but it I think it's more of like a it tells like the story from like a perspective of like one kid in particular mm-hmm. um and like kind of focuses like how they like stayed alive and then i think it also i didn't finish it all the way so i still need to finish it but i've been like that's been in my saved in my list on Your netflix list. Yeah, yeah for a while so i started it i think this week but yeah i think it's really good so far all right wow that definitely yeah. sounds kind of sad though because like 70 no, people it, died and yeah. stuff like that it's super like it absolutely is which is why i haven't finished it yet because i was like oh this is actually pretty heavy stuff but it, it's still like cra- crazy to know like because i i've never i never learned about that in school like never heard about like i don't even know i can't remember what year it was but i n- never heard of that until i listened to the podcast which yeah. that was like a couple months ago i guess in america you can be pretty like uh, inundated with like the things that happen in America but not hearing about the things that happen outside of yeah, the states totally well I mean it does look like a good movie I mean Paul Greengrass the director he's been a good director he's done uh, some of the Jason Bourne movies as well as oh. Flight United uh, 92 or 93 I think it was so he's a pretty good director nice didn't realize that all right moving on to your TV recommendations yeah Aaron. I brought a lot shrill <laughs> shrill tell us about shrill yes uh shrill is with 80 or ID Bryant? ID Bryant, I think. Is it 80? Okay, cool. She's an SNL cast member. And I think this is her show, but it's just like she's the main character in it. And she basically, um, you kind of follow like her life, but like everything that she goes through with like being like plus size woman and like what she has to face daily. It like talks about her dating life, but it's, I just like it because it's very like, body positive body image but just very like she's finding her own voice like she's someone who's very complacent typically and like as the show goes on like she starts learning more about her self-worth and like trying to like take herself more seriously it shows like family dynamics so it's a very like slice of life but like a lot of laughing and comedy and humor involved so more about changing her life without changing her body basically that's what the tagline says oh okay yeah (laughs) so you just read the log line oh cool (laughs) I, I mean, that's credit. pretty. That's I give credit true. where it's credit's due. You know, I'm not going to lie, but I'm like, oh, changing your life without changing your body. All right. Yeah. Did you just come up with that on your own, man? That's so like, deep. Well, I did, Dropping man. Knowledge. I mean, didn't you know? <laughs> okay. So check out Shrill on Hulu by A.D. Bryant. Uh, is she still on SNL? Yes, I believe I she so. is. Yeah. I've seen her there. She's just and you also hustling. Have the great Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Gang, gang. Yes. Dude, I love it. Jake is my, Jake is my guy, dude. I love him. Oh, Jake Peralta. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> All right. So my wife and I are big fans of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, We've you seen guys are? every Great. episode except yeah. probably like the last two or whatever. We're not what? up to date. Okay, you need to get up to we date. Up, upload our, our Hulu, turn on our Hulu and start watching it. Yeah. So watch it. As Detective Charles will say is, what is wrong with you? <laughs> 
yeah he would say that okay so give the people give the people what they want which is a synopsis or like a breakdown of why you would even bring up the great brooklyn 99 because it's i think if you enjoy laughter and you like life this is just the show that you want to add to it um it talks about it it focuses on like a police division nine the 99 the 99th precinct and it I feel like so it's a cop show, but it's more about like their dynamics with each other and like the they like it almost feels like it's just a like, let's just show up at work and goof off and do something. Pretty much. It makes me think of Psych, which is another one of my. Oh, Psych is a great TV show. Yeah, that's one of my favorite TV shows. So that, baby. Yeah. (laughs) I've actually have not. I've tried watching Psych. I can't get into it. I'm sorry. Really? You can get out. Yeah, <laughs> or you can't get in. Get out. But I like Brooklyn Nine Nine, so don't you know? I'm here for that. Interesting. Yeah, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Like totally like Brooklyn Nine Nine. It's like a workplace comedy. Yeah, essentially, but it's yeah. a precinct instead of like an office. Mm-hmm. And all the characters are great. It's a diverse cast, and yes, everyone. You're here. <laughs> Diversity. Wow. Diversity. Cheers. Yeah, I'm here for that. Uh, but yeah, everyone just plays really well off one another so i don't know if you like life and you like living you should be watching this show if you like to live your life yeah you should be watching if this you show. don't then i guess it makes Aaron sense that you Greek, haven't watched it <laughs> and if you need help with your relationship you know your relationship goal is hitchcock and scully for sure yes wait have you seen like the have you watched any of the latest season nathan yeah christy okay for sure. did you see the episode about hitchcock and scully and like their throwback day yeah okay cool. they were shredded looking handsome guys yeah for they were sure. great looking people and they got into and then they got wings or whatever the, and that's the bucket what them. the whatever bucket thing yeah chicken wing bucket yeah okay your last recommendation that you texted us before and is bob's burgers yeah show which i have not watched <laughs> i have watched one episode and couldn't get through it so i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's definitely so it's a cartoon it's for a certain taste put it that way it is which certain I don't know taste what that of means burger for me. uh i love it my roommates we just got one of my roommates into it um and she loves it i'll hear i'll be in my room and i'll hear like the the show the opening credits go and i'll hear it and i'm laughing because she she totally loves it now um but yeah it's it's a adult cartoon so it's like american dad or like a uh, family guy yeah yeah so which can like the humor can be crude at times but i i love this show in particular because it's so it's uh bob linda and then they have three kids i can't stand it that all the women like they just sound like men doing the voices it doesn't sound like a woman doing the mom's linda's voice and all that i can't stand oh i love it it's definitely men doing women's voices but it's the the best yeah linda belcher the mom she (laughs) has like this nasally oh i mean no it's definitely an acquired taste but like it's hilarious. I love it. Um, they have like nine seasons. I think they're nine seasons in now. But the guy, yeah. So the main guy who does Bob's voice, he also is like the main voice on um, Archer, which that's a whole yeah. other thing. That's but, a whole other one. Yeah. Bob's Burgers, I do love. Like, it's more I like the dynamic of their kids, uh, Jean, Louise, and Tina. It's hilarious. Doesn't one of them wear like a weird looking purple hat or something like that? Or pink hat? Pink hat. Pink pink uh, rabbit ears. That's Louise. Oh, there you go. All right. If you're into pink rabbit ears, check out Bob's Burgers. On to the next topic. <laughs> you wanted to talk about lo-fi beats. Yeah. More so, I wasn't sure if you guys Or as I like is. to call it. As I like to, sorry, that was a burp right there. <laughs> but if I like to call it, you know, my workplace music. I love lo-fi beats. Oh, That's what exactly. oh, oh, I play it at work. It's awesome. Down, 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 down. And then I try to rap to it and I'm not really good. But, I, you know, I try. Yes. Typically, people who listen to lo-fi beats um like rapping with it i am not one of those people and i didn't 
because I've been listening to this kind of music since like uh, high school. <clears throat> one of my friends from school, he like showed me it. Um, there's like an artist from this one anime I used to watch um, who does like all. That's always on the radio. Is there's a picture of this anime girl sitting at a desk reading a book, and I'm like, oh, oh yeah. Well, that's the YouTube one, but that's yeah, the so that's YouTube, bro. It is, yeah. There's like the study, school. like lo-fi, like it's on a loop. But um, the anime I used to watch, it's called Samurai Champloo. But the Samurai Champloo, yeah. Do yeah. you watch that? I used to. What? Love this so much. Um, the opening credits and ending credits was uh produced by this artist named Nujabes. It's N U J A B E S. Sure, go Basically, with it. he's my favorite artist. Um, and that's how I like delved into the world. I always just used to call it underground hip hop, and then within the last couple of years, I guess lo-fi is a thing, and I finally give him, like give him a little little fun fact that you wrote down. Oh. You don't have it on your phone. All right, I'll pull. No, no, I'll give you I the fun fact. Okay, you okay. can give it. Fun fact. Uh, <laughs> so lo-fi is spelled L-O-F-I, but it used to be spelled as L-O-W-F-I regarding low fidelity, uh, as in like the sound quality was lower than usual contemporary sounds, um, meaning like there were imperfections of like the recording, so you could hear like record scratches. Um, yeah, it was almost like it, they like added the um, if you were to put on an old vinyl record from like the 1940s, or is that like yeah. like hissing or whatever? Yeah, they would yeah. like add the that crackling. to like and the crackle or whatever to like add that kind of like low quality or whatever. Yeah, which now nowadays it, it's more understood as like it combines jazz, house, and hip hop beats, and it creates a calm, easy listening aura. But I also feel like, too, it's a trigger for nostalgia for the brand. Because if you have those hisses mm-hmm. of the tit tracks, it makes you think of, you know, when you either were a kid or... Because I mean, yeah. nowadays, like, my my generation is becoming, like, the in-between guy from, like, just having digital music mm-hmm. to what before with having CDs and tapes. So, you know, it's kind of like yeah. almost this generation. I almost feel like lo-fi is great, but I also feel like it'll come to a point where kids will just start doing listening to one to listen to the digital part of it as well, too. Mm. With creating it at their house rather than yeah. listening to a tape track or listening to CDs or something like that. That's fair. I'm, I'm still so. waiting for when they start putting uh, uh, CD skips on the lo-fi beats. That's going to be great, that too. Like, if they start uh, something, have a little... They should totally do that. I mean, I feel like... Can I just remember having a Walkman or something and having always yeah. hating the skip of it? But, you know, <laughs> you always loved it when you repeat it because you feel like you're freestyling. Like, uh, uh, uh. You know, so I love it. <laughs> I don't know if I agree with that, but that's... Historical that's tech. Very, that's good. Yeah, so lo-fi, what? It's like drum kit with, like, some, in- some like... Um, some type of piano string something like that to like yeah. uh, to offset the drum kit and then you're supposed to add like a speech or a monologue from some old movie or like yes. recording or something like that mm-hmm. and, like those are like the core essentials right of lo- yes. lo-fi hip-hop yeah and you have to use an old recording what would you use for your lo-fi beat if i had to use an old recording yeah old speech old monologue old record oh i mean i think i would do an old speech but i don't know of who but a lot of like the lo-fi songs that i've heard there's like a couple of songs that i'll use like uh bruce lee <clears throat> there's like one song i can't remember who's it who it is connect with but it's him repeating a tr- uh, a track of like uh be water my friend so it's like a oh, yeah, one yeah, of yeah. his interviews, mm-hmm. um, but that's great, someone. Great, uh, great quote by him. About being, being it is. Water. No, it's a great quote. So I would do something like that with some, I don't know. I would do, I would want to do a person's quote. That's all deep and everything. I would just take old clips and uh, 
quotes from the movie Predator, and I'll just put that in there. I just want to be like, if it bleeds, if it kills, it ble- 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 bleeds, it kills, it bleeds, you it bleeds, do it kills. I mean, I would mix it in, but I think for fun, <laughs> lo-fi, I want to have Arnold Schwarzenegger's voice in it. That'd be awesome. Uh, it's not a puma. <laughs> All right. Um, the thing, the thing that. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that I was thinking of when you asked Joe, when you asked about like who would be the, the whatever the speech, whatever, mm-hmm. I, my fir- my mind first went to uh, 1940s, The Great Dictator with Charlie Chaplin, who like rails oh, against, um, yeah. I don't know, what is that? I forget what he talks about. Well, he, yeah, he, he rails against fascism mm-hmm. and like this like really amazing speech at the end that's like mm-hmm. whatever, three, four minutes long, um, which is pretty cool and inspiring. Very applicable to Do you today. like Charlie Chaplin? Yeah. I... I love uh, I know film you history. guys like old films. I, I love old know. films. Yeah, I knew that. I didn't know specifically Charlie Chaplin, though. Yeah, of course, man. He's one of the greatest. Oh, okay. okay. Moving on. Mm-hmm. But I'm more of a Buster Keaton guy. Oh. Moving on again. <laughs> All right, last thing you want to talk about is tattoos. Yeah. Um, do you have a tattoo, Aaron? I do. I have two tattoos. You have a, yes, you have an arrow? I do on my arm? right forearm. Does it say this is my hand or what does it, what does it, it point to? It does actually <laughs> in invisible ink. Uh, no, that, this, that was my first tattoo that I got when I was 20. And then I have a second tattoo. I have a duck on my left side yes yeah. uh and that's for one of my best friends his nickname was quack there you go mm-hmm. all right all right but more so i wanted to ask you guys what your thoughts are so where, do you, where do you stand on tattoos do your white luminescent skin uh, does that oblige <laughs> if i didn't have a wife and kid i probably would want to have my whole sleeves tatted up i actually wanted to have that what I originally, when I was in high school, I wanted to get in old English letters. I wanted to either put where I was living at the time, Redwood City or North Carolina on my shoulders. Wow, I'm really glad you didn't. And then I wanted to put flames coming up from my hand. Joe. I wanted to actually do that. I was saving up money to do it, but then my mom was like, you're not getting a tattoo. I'm really glad. I, like I remember you wanted to get like a skull thing. My, my mom. skull on my back of my neck. Yeah. I, I forget that, that you also, you really like metal music yes yeah, so i okay. wanted to put That's skulls what I'm getting the vibes of i wanted to put a skull in the back of my neck but my mom's like no way you're not doing that what was there significance between the skull and i the just flames? thought at the time i was so dark and negative at the time of my at that period of my life and just felt depressed mm-hmm. i just thought skulls because i felt closer to death than i did to life and i, I don't know oh, yeah, but then my dark. wife was like well then my mom at the time or my mom said it. she was like that makes no sense you want to live for god but you want to think of death i was like i'm just saying we're all gonna die so why not have it there to let them know bless connie sue he was uh he was a lost boy okay yeah okay (laughs) there's a lot of my life that i look back on now and i'm thankful that i didn't do that i yeah i'm very grateful because i probably would have judged you and or made fun of you it's all good (laughs) i would have let it bounce off of me it's okay that's true you actually are really good with that all right, the thing for me with tattoos, I don't know. I never th- was super into it, mm-hmm. uh, the idea. Part of me was like, I feel like I'd change my mind like after it like was set in ink. And then I'm That's like, fair. oh, crap. I, yeah. I don't want that anymore. I want something else. Yeah. You put a Chinese symbol. You say, this means life. And you're like, actually, that means bowl of noodles. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that could happen. It probably has happened to many people out there. It has Ariana Grande, <laughs> most, oh, really? our most recent one. What have you not heard about that? No. She got a tattoo on her hand that was supposed to say, I think, seven rings, but then it said barbecue grill. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about barbecue chicken, <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> but yeah, so she got she got roasted pretty bad, and then they kind of fixed it, but it's kind of fixed. fixed. It. It's not fixed. They tried to put a character above, but it's still jacked up. So I was just like, Yeah, you messed up. 
That's funny. I think that, but coming back to that, legitly, I actually do, there is one I want to do and I actually think it's really good. I want to actually tattoo my wedding ring on my finger. Uh, So that's something I want to do. That's probably the only smartest thing I ever want to do with a tattoo. Okay. Cool. That's that is reason a more why, common thing. Sorry to interrupt. So no, I'm getting signs from my executive producer saying that the reason why I wanted to get that ring is, is because, because I keep losing, losing other rings. Yes, you do. <laughs> so I've heard. Notorious <laughs> ring loser. Um, yeah. So I don't know. The only thing that my wife and I have talked about is if we have if we were to have kids, like to get their birthdays tattooed on our like wrist or something like that, or somewhere like really kind of small and low key or whatever. But cool. Um. Oh, I remembered. Yes. Back to Lo-Fi Beats. Oh, okay. <laughs> Christmas Lo-Fi Beats. They exist. I don't know how I feel about that. They is exist your, is your during the holiday song? times. No, I'm just saying. There? I I listened to it this past holiday season. I recommend it. Okay. Really? So, is it like, does it take lines from "It's a Wonderful Life" and just puts hip hop beats over it? Either like old Christmas. Okay, wait. Movies, actually, that sounds a little cool. Old Christmas movies or old Christmas songs, and they Lo-Fi beat it. Uh, check it out. It's it. on. Okay. <laughs> check it out. Check YouTube. that out. That's a verb right there. Lo-fi it. <laughs> lo-fi beat it. <laughs> Honey, I want some breakfast. Make sure you lo-fi that for me. Thanks. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Anyways, this is the Shafe Bros Podcast. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Aaron, why don't you uh, plug your socials, plug your other podcast you were telling us about? Yeah. Uh, my socials, I guess Instagram. I'm not, I don't think I am actually really active on it, but. Not that social. Okay. All right. Feel, feel free to follow me on my personal account, which is Aaron, E-R-I-N, Eugene, which is spelled A-U-J-A-N-E-E. And also I have a photography account called Greig, G-R-E-I-G dot photo, P-H-O-T-O, in case you didn't know how to spell that. Uh, and then I think I am on another podcast. It's my roommate's podcast, which is called The Unrelated Podcast. And we have our own uh, segment called Real Talk, spelled R-E-E-L, because we talk about movies, I'm guessing. Yes, you're correct. Cool, 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 and that's cool. on SoundCloud. Just on SoundCloud exclusive? Yeah, she's. I keep telling her to. we should do Patreon or we should put it on Spotify. You could submit your feed to Spotify, to Google Play, to Stitcher, to iTunes. Yeah, we got to uh, talk to you guys. Yeah, or you can just uh, listen to our pod- our earlier episodes. We talk about using Anchor, which does it all for free. Oh. Check, 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 check it out. <laughs> all right, so uh, this is the Shape Bros Podcast. Thank you guys again for listening. Make sure to leave a five-star rating. Five-star, 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 <laughs> five-star. And feel free to write us a review. Please, kind words only, okay? Mm-hmm. And make sure to, to subscribe to the feed to keep up with the latest podcast by The Shafe Bros. Again, thank you for listening, and we will talk to y'all later. Bye. Adios, amigos. <laughs> <laughs>